Now back to Fitness Fanatics on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. All right, we are our last segment with Chris. We're going to wrap up our three C's to creating a breakthrough. So, Chris, we got about 15 minutes. Let's bring it home. Let's bring it home. Let's land this plane. Yes. Well, I want to I want to just say this one, the two things about uh, creating your plan is one of the things that's also super important is to plan for the obstacles. Mm -hmm. Um, many times people are very, very focused on going from point A to point B and then something happens in their life and they get off track. And then all of a sudden, I mean, I'm sure you guys see this all the time. right? Like Thanksgiving, like, yes, Thanksgiving, like what we're doing, right? Exactly. Yes. There's there's a great book by a gal named, um, Gabrielle Ottingen. It's called rethinking positive thinking. And she has this, this acronym called whoop and whoop, a W stands for what's your wish. Um, O, the first O stands for what's your outcome that you want to have. But then the second O is what's the obstacle that will probably present itself, i.e. I'm going home for Thanksgiving Mm -hmm. and my mom always is shoving food in front of me when I'm there, right? Mm -hmm. The P stands for what's the plan to deal with your obstacle. See, Mm -hmm. many times we don't, we have a plan from A to B, but we don't plan for what happens when something's taking us off course. So that is a super important piece of that plan because if you don't have a contingency plan for dealing with the obstacle, you can continue to be on this treadmill of starting, stopping, failing, starting, stopping, failing, right? Yeah. And then the final thing, which I know you guys do in a magnificent job in the Ferrell's program is plan your celebrations. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we are generally in, incented by pain or pleasure, right? <laughs> and so... Obviously, there's there's pain if if you're not meeting your goals, you're not meeting your expectations, both personally, professionally. But what is the incentive for you to get? I mean, heck, losing 100 pounds might be the difference in somebody being able to walk their daughter down the aisle at her wedding. Mm-hmm. You can be there, yep. right? That's your, going back to your big why. So that's kind of wrapping up the create your plan. And so again, you know, begin with the end in mind, break it down. Uh, who can hold you capable, plan for the obstacle, and then plan for your celebration. So that's how I'll wrap that up. And so unless you guys have got some questions, I thought I'd move right in and and talk about how to take consistent action. No, that was great. My only thing with the plan your obstacles, I'm going to talk really fast because I don't have a lot of time. Um, We say that a lot with our 10-weekers because a lot of times, you know, we have people who, it's hard to go 10 weeks without something going wrong. Nothing's going to go the way you plan it. And I tell people, I almost want you to have to go through and overcome something because if you just shut off everything else in your life and only focus on this for the next 10 weeks, you're not really learning how to fit it into your life for the long term. So mm-hmm. I think that that's something that, yeah, it definitely makes you stronger. You have to know they're going to be coming. You can't just like give up every time something gets in your way because that's mm-hmm. not how you succeed. So we see that a lot. And I encourage people, try to encourage people through that. I love it. I love it. In fact, Nicole, you're speaking my language. When I had my martial arts studio, I, when I would enroll kids, when I would sit down with their parents, I would tell them that most kids are going to want to quit at some point. Mm-hmm. Right. And in fact, I said, I want them to mm-hmm. at some point. 
because then we're going to have a conversation and that we're going to hopefully keep them maintaining the program. So when that happens, when they want to quit school or they want to quit a job that maybe it's just tough at this time, we're going to teach them resilience at that point. So again, I, I, I'm 100% with you. I want them to have those experiences. So they can learn how to overcome them. Yep. Otherwise, they're going to constantly repeat that pattern. Love it. Yes. Okay. Last one is taking consistent action, right? Mm -hmm. So, you know, it, it just really comes down to basically doing things on a consistent level, just like you guys do with your program and setting yourself up, as Nicole, you were saying, to win in that situation. You know, it's very interesting. There's one of my favorite books is a book called uh, Atomic Habits by James Clear. I don't know if you ever read that book. I have read that one. Yes. Yeah. And he, he talks about this idea is that good habits don't add up, they compound, right? Mm -hmm. They don't add up, they compound. So like if you decided you were going to get 1% better on a certain activity and do that every day over the course of the year, at the end of the year, you'd be 37 times better than when you started. And then the question is, well, what if I did that for two years? And most people say, well, if I maintain that pattern, I'd be, I'd double that. I'd be 74 times better. But the fact of the matter is you're not, you're actually 1400 times better because again, good habits don't add up, they compound. Mm -hmm. And if you do it for five years, it's like several million times better. So what I always do with my clients is I always ask them the things that are most important to them. They need to be done in a way that I call pre-commitment. And what does that mean? It means that those things that are most important to you, and your program is a great example for this, you literally schedule your pre-committed activities in your calendar and you have things revolve around those, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So for instance, you know, your kickboxing training and your resistance training, it's not something where you, well, I think I'll go tonight at five and maybe tomorrow I'll go at nine in the morning. No, anchored in your calendar, baby, because if you don't do that, nature abhors a vacuum. And I even go so far as to tell people, all right, if you want to get up and do a run in the morning, let's say, don't make the decision when you wake up in the morning, when you're in your blankets and you're all cozy, mm -hmm, make mm -hmm. it the night before, set your alarm and literally have your running gear laying on your bed. So you wake up, you get out of bed, you put on your gear. Now you're committed. Now you're moving, right? Yes. And many of us don't set ourselves up for success mm -hmm. because we've not learned that skill. And we end up being reactive to the things that are happening in our lives. And they, again, always will versus being proactive and setting ourselves up for success. So that to me, you know, like I said, 1800 black belts, they weren't the most athletic. They weren't the best people. If you first time you saw them, but they, they created a pattern. They created a practice and a routine. And that's why I know that when people left a martial arts school and they said, we're going to take the summer off, we'll send a, I don't know if I'll ever see you again, right? Mm -hmm. Because they got, you know this, right? Yes. Uh -huh. They got out of their routine. Yes. They got out of their routine, right? Yep. It's, and it's it's so easy. This is kind of what we see with, with our members and really anybody that owns a gym or a fitness studio is most people won't put themselves first. They put themselves yes. last. So yes, when you start, you're excited and, and you're putting yourself first. But then when the obstacle comes up, we kind of revert back to our old tendencies, just like the football team. 
We revert right. back right. to the, neg- the, 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 the bad habits because <laughs> we haven't created enough good habits over a long period of right. time mm-hmm. for those to compound. So when something comes up, yeah. we don't revert back. We rely on our training that we've done for the last That's six, right. seven, eight. Yeah, well, I mean, both yeah. in martial arts and when I was playing football, I constantly heard you play how you practice, right? Yes. So it's it's that's how you show up. And what people don't realize, and this is kind of a worn out metaphor, but you know, they always talk about if you're sitting with your child and the plane's going down, you put on your oxygen mask first, right? Mm-hmm. Kind of an overworn metaphor, but it's really true. And what you end up doing is when people in your family and those closest to you see you take care of yourself, you give them permission to do the same. And you'll realize how much people will respect and admire you for doing that and how much more you have to give because you're not giving from an empty tank. Mm-hmm. You're giving from a full tank, right? Yes. So, yeah. So I think that's just so important. And then the other thing that I wanted to share on, on this topic is having a weekly review process. So like when I do mine, I generally do it on Sundays is I take a look at what are the things that I did well, what are the things that didn't go as planned, and what are some improvements I can make? Because, you know, we have a uh, we have a concept in martial arts called Kanai, stands for constant and never ending improvement. But if you're not doing an evaluation, unless you're in crisis mode, that's oftentimes where we do our evaluations. But if we're doing it on an ongoing basis, what are the things I need to keep doing? What are the things I need to stop doing? What are the things I need to start doing? And you do it on a consistent basis and evaluate it. Um, you know, and that's what successful football teams do. I mean, I can't tell you how many hours of film when I was at Northwestern that I watched because we would film every practice, every game, and we were constantly looking at the ways of reviewing and how we can get better. But as we are living our lives, we oftentimes don't have that. And it can take as little as 15 minutes, a day, you know, a week to just evaluate and plan your, your next week. Yeah. And I think it's important, you know, you, it's really easy for us to be hard on ourselves about what we didn't do well, but I do think it's important to focus on what we did well. Also, I say a lot yeah. of times we are hard on ourselves about the things we can't control. And we're really easy on ourselves about the things we can control. We can control getting out of bed and going to class. And we easily excuse ourselves for not doing that. Mm -hmm. But then we're really hard on ourselves when something happens and we can't control it. And I think that mental shift um, is really important. So I think that review process, it's important to do all of it because then you're overcoming the things you didn't do well, but you're also acknowledging the things that you did do well, which we don't always do that part. 100%, 100%. And you know, the thing of it is, is that as we begin to build momentum in that practice, we begin to enjoy that process so much as we yearn to do that, right? It becomes something that becomes very gratifying. And what, you know, as you know, activities that we enjoy doing, we're going to continue to do. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. So when you get someone in a kickboxing class, for instance, and they start to feel the progress and they they love the endorphins that they get from that workout, they're going to continue to do it. If they're doing an activity, that's why I always like to make the distinction between exercise and movement. Right. Mm-hmm. Some people do exercise because they think they have to. But when you get to movement that you want to do, it, now it becomes super powerful and you're going to continue to do it. And it comes into what I, I call ongoing practices so that, you know, the people that I've seen with the greatest amount of success have daily routines. Most of them do it in the morning. They become powerful morning routines. 
and you know from things from meditation to movement to mental imagery and i have what i call i wrote about in the book i call the six m's of morning mastery and these are things that i do each and every day that begins with meditation and then mind treatment which is doing positive affirmations and and then next is called mental imaging where i'm focusing on the day that i want to create uh, i had a coach tell me once Hey, Chris, if you're going to fantasize, you might as well win. Right. But many of us don't. Mm -hmm. um, then there's, there's, of course, there's movement, getting our bodies moving in some way, shape or form. Number five is motivation. What's something, a book you can read, a video you can watch, a podcast you can listen to to get your juices flowing. And then finally, memoir stands for journaling each and every day. How do you how can you process your process through writing and some of my best ideas come in you know first thing in the morning when i'm fresh and i'm in that creative mode so so those are the those are the three c's guys oh that's that's awesome yeah it's it's all so basic but that's what we need you know like you said about how you know what you focus on will expand it what made from your vision it what made me think about that when you were talking about it um was how you know, we talk about social media algorithms, but you were talking about that car and you see it everywhere and it's just like our brain has an algorithm also. And so it's just so important that we hear the same things in different ways because some eventually it's going to click. And so hopefully something that you said clicked with people today because mm -hmm. that's really important, um, you know, because you're feeding you're feeding yourself that. So our brain is no different. That's probably how they model that stuff, the social media algorithms where what you are consuming is what is getting fed back to you. And that is our brain. That comes from exactly. our brain. Yeah. Absolutely. It is. Absolutely. It is. All right, Chris. Well, we so appreciate you taking Wish time. We had more time. Yeah, to I know. Chat. We're, we're definitely going to have to have you back on again. On. to get another lesson like i mean Love we need we're talking about time. football uh, yeah or... just yeah. yes yes <laughs> so it was awesome if if folks want to get more content from you what are the best places for them to go absolutely well thanks for asking mm -hmm. my it's my website www.chrisnatsky.com that's c-h-r-i-s and is a navy a-t-z's and zebra ke.com. Uh, if they're interested in my speaking programs, uh, my board breaking experience, you can learn more about that. And <clears throat> excuse me, a little plug here. I'm starting, I'm doing enrollments right now for an online uh, group coaching program. I call the, the breaking through coaching program. So we're going to take the concepts of the three C's. I bring about eight to 10 people together. We meet weekly. They have individual sessions with me and they identify a breakthrough that they want to have over the first six weeks of 2024. And I help them get prepared and have those breakthroughs. So if they want to have like a 30 minute discovery call with me, it's on the top of my website. They can schedule right there. And I'd love to have that discussion. All right. That is awesome. Well, we're going to let you go here. Yeah. We appreciate it. Good luck to the Broncos today. My brother will be in attendance uh, for right. that game. So we'll be watching. We'll be cheering for them. Um, thank you very yeah. much and hope we'll have you on some, uh, sometime soon. Sounds good, guys. Great. I so appreciate it. Have a great day. All right. Thank thanks, you, Chris.